welcome to another show of Don't Get This Twisted. I am Rob, along with my co-host as always, Tina. How you doing, Tina? I'm good. Welcome to December. It's yes. freezing. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was it was cold this morning. I yeah. went and walked my dog this morning. It was 47 degrees at the park today. Jeez. That's yeah. that's very rare for this, you know, for where we live. Uh, not where I live. No? Come wintertime, it gets cold here. Like, there's mornings I've walked him and it was like 32 degrees, 33 degrees. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he doesn't care. So, like, I took my dog to the dog park today and he ran for two hours and 45 minutes. He, Because he's got a good coat. He doesn't care. He doesn't think it's cold. That's good, so, though. I had beanie and gloves and a hot coffee. Right. <laughs> it was the only way I survived. But That's funny. <clears throat> oh, and I had sweats on because, you know, I wear shorts everywhere. Mm-hmm. Getcha. So, uh, for everyone out there, just so you know, you can also listen to us now on Apple Music. We're on Apple Music, Spotify, obviously, you know, the, the regulars, Apple, but YouTube. Oh, and YouTube Music. So, you can catch us on there as well. Excuse me, you can check out our social medias on Facebook, uh, Instagram. And YouTube. So if you go to YouTube and you want to listen to us on YouTube for some weird reason with no video, we're on there. And hopefully soon we'll be doing some video so you can see how wide of an angle Tina's camera is. Because right now she's in like super wide. I don't even know how I did that. I don't either, but it's like <laughs> a lot. Because usually you're very close up on the screen. So Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And uh, so yeah, check out our socials. Check out Anywhere you can listen to uh, podcasts. And like I said, YouTube music and YouTube, you can just go there and listen to our show with a logo on it. So if you there you go. To. So this morning we were chatting about certain things we wanted to talk about. And first we were going to talk about superstitions. And then you came up with another good one. So we'll talk about superstitions later because I found a website that has crazy shit on it. I <laughs> had no clue that you couldn't do certain things because they're superstitious. Nice. But you were talking about uh, that you were talking with a relative, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was and, talking with a cousin mm -hmm. okay. and uh, she is going through a lot. And she called me because she said, I realize that you got divorced during COVID. I realize that you lost your job. You left your home, your animals, your everything. And you went and lived with your dad. And nobody in the family really heard you bitching. And I was wondering, how were you able to do that? Because she's going through some things as well. Um, I don't think they're as big as as what I was going through at the time, but, um, definitely stuff that she's struggling to, to keep a positive outlook on. And so she reached out to me and I didn't realize what people see being on the outside looking in. I, I just don't say too much when, when I'm struggling with something, I like to suffer in silence. I like to go through what I need to go through. I, I have my, my core people that I'll ask for advice, but I, um, I didn't realize what she's what what she thought she was seeing with me. Like she thought that I was really happy with getting a divorce. She thought that I was happy with losing everything. I'm like, how right. could you possibly like think that was that made me happy? She goes, I don't know. I kind of thought you cracked. 
And I said, no, I just had to wake up every day and say, this is still a day worth of living. And I'm going to make the most of it because I do have my freedom. I do have a moment to kick back. I don't have to be to work today. I don't, I don't have to be anywhere. Like for years, I think a lot of us have wished for that. Like, can I just get a fucking break? Well, we all got a break. (laughs) We got a big break. Some of us did. Yeah. You didn't, didn't, you didn't, you didn't have to lose your job or anything. You worked through it the whole way, but a, a huge break in, in, a lot of things like we didn't have to see our family at the holidays. <laughs> we didn't, we didn't have to, nobody even put on clothes for like the first six months, you know? Um, it's very true. Uh, what else? Um, everybody got animals and had like something to pet in their lap. Like it, you know, it, it really stopped the life that we lead now or led then, but it, it was very it was very hard on me. And, and I was trying to think, what did I do? And there, there were so many things that I did to try to stay happy. Um, and I kind of told her, so I thought maybe we should talk about those things. Yeah. I think that we do suffer in silence. A lot of people do. Mm -hmm. Um, we have a core group of people maybe that will tell certain things too, but generally we wear a mask because that's society, right? We we don't want to project our um, ill feelings or rough times on other people, which is a bad thing. I think that I think more people should try to project a little bit, mostly if you're not doing well. But getting through that is never easy, mm-hmm. no matter the situation. Divorce, obviously, is a, a horrible thing. You know, breakups, death. These are these or things that we all do, right? We all go through these things. It's just a matter of telling yourself or finding a way to get through it. Mm-hmm. And and you have to know yourself. I've always struggled with a low level of depression, believe it or not. Um, so I, I really had to work on my attitude. My attitude is everything when it comes to depression. Um, I really had to, to stop in and kind of evaluate what was going on and how bad it was. And I created a scale, you know, and, and, and death is the 10, you know, like when you're, when you're, you've lost somebody close to you, like, that's like the, I always say like, nobody died. If nobody died, everything, you know, anything could change. Anything could be fixed. You could see somebody again. You could, you could go through, you know, next week, you could be going through something with this person as long as they're here. But death for me was kind of the 10 because it, you know, you can't fix that. There's no fixing mm-hmm. that. It's just for done sure. and accepting it. Um, but I, so I rate everything and divorce was about an eight. Like there was a lot of loss there, you know, a lot from the family and the house and whatever. Um, so what I did was try to find ways to push through that stuff and, um, one of the things that I used to do was play music 24 seven, like music had to be on, you know, it had to, I I didn't care what it was, but I didn't need to be alone. And music helped me to not feel like I was alone all the time. The D you know, I'll turn on the radio too. So I'm listening to the DJs, the commercials, everything just to have the interaction. So that was one thing that I did that was very helpful. And I feel like 
most people could relate to some sort of music that kind of will change or um, make their feelings kind of evolve from what they're hearing or how it's forcing their body to feel different or just in dancing, like dancing around when the music was really good. I did that, you know, it kind of looked a little crazy at times, but it, that also changes your moods, you know, exercising, mm-hmm. moving around, uh, did a lot of that. And I, I totally agree with you about music. Yeah. I'm, I'm a music buff. And when I'm down, I definitely listen to music and, and all kinds kind of a, across yeah. the board. You know, I, I know a lot of people hate to hear it, but misery loves company. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I'll listen to stuff that's not upbeat or happy or it's sad or depressing. And then I'll listen right after that. I'll listen to something that's insanely fast and, and, you know, super metal and screaming. So there's releasing that kind of, you know, pop in your brain that you're like, yeah, anger. Urgh. And then I'll go right back to like something classical where it's just. I can't, spawned. I can't shift gears that fast with music. I'll, I'll stick really? to a certain genre. Yeah. And I'll ride that bitch out. Like you'll hear me (laughs) on the same radio station for a month and a half, the same shit. And they play the same thing every four hours. You know, it's like you're, you're on rotation and I'll wear it out. And then I'll go to the next, I'll, I'll hit them. My, my latest craze is yacht rock on, um, (laughs) on Sirius. And, and it's not because of the music, although I do like the music too, but it's because the, the DJ goes yacht rock and it makes me laugh. I don't know why I think that Thurston Powell's type of, uh, voice makes me laugh, but it does. So that's my, it's like, oh, oh, what are they saying? When your second vehicle is a boat, listen to Yacht Rock. <laughs> yacht Rock, yes. Yacht Rock. You have to do that. That's your rich voice with your teeth together. Yes, yes. Yes, everyone. Yes, yes. My, listen I think to my me. cousin that lives with me is kind of tired of hearing Yacht Rock because every time yacht they rock. say it, I have to say it too. So That's funny. <laughs> but it makes I, me happy. It, it That part cracks me up. Yeah, because I think that, look, we, we all find certain things in music, mm-hmm. right, that, that you can piece certain things together. There are songs that make you feel better. It's, mm-hmm. it's a fact. It, and it releases oxytocin in your body, right? We, mm-hmm. we have these chemicals that when your brain hears something, it releases that. It's like getting a kiss. You know, when you get a kiss... Your body releases a hormone mm-hmm. that makes you feel good. <laughs> That's why we all do these things, right? And and no different than music. Music does the exact same thing. And I think that those are um, bridges to getting better or bridges to feeling a certain way in a bad time. Mm-hmm. And, and we all have to do that. And And I think we probably do it more than we think you know, trick ourselves into being okay during a time period where things are caving in on you. It's an avalanche. Mm -hmm. Um, Divorce. Divorce is an avalanche. Any kind of breakup is an avalanche, regardless of how people want to think about it. Even though you're going through a time where you know you got to get out, it's bad, right? You're 
your brain is telling you that, you know, you've been in this relationship a certain amount of time. Don't give up, even though, you know, inside your head, it's done. It's over because you're you're fighting with emotions. Mm -hmm. So how do you get past that? Well, you visit friends, you listen to music, you, you know, try to look at what's coming ahead right uh, is are things going to be better yes they're going to be better how do i get to this point you know we we all need to think about what it is the future holds so in divorce that's what i tried to do where am i going to you know find this place where am i going to go who am i going to see you know in my case when i went for my divorce it was children my kid, how am I going to keep him positive? How, you know, I don't want him to see me down. You know, I want, so I want, so for me, I wore a mask a lot mm -hmm. during that time mm -hmm. because it was the only yeah. way that I could get through it and make sure that he thought everything was going to be okay. Yeah. I didn't realize though, that being like that, my, my father was definitely worried. His friends who were like second moms to me were really freaking nervous. Like everybody was waiting for me to crack and, and, and I did crack. I just didn't crack like the way they, they expected. Like I just kind of let go. I let go of everything like, okay, so I don't have a job and I don't have a husband and I don't have this and I don't have that. Like, okay, now what, you know, I'm like, well, you got to make money. So what are you going to do? You know, started doing kitchen hair. Okay. So everybody gets cut in the kitchen. What are we going to do now? Exactly. You, know, you just, you, you kind of look at life a little bit different. You have to reevaluate what your um, expectations are. You have to believe and have faith. My faith got me through so much. And I, and I don't think that we talk about faith enough. I think that it's kind of, um, overrated for people, but it really isn't. If you believe that you're going to have a good day, your chances of having a good day are way better than they are. If you believe you're going to have a shitty day, mm -hmm. I went to, everybody told me how bad, um, jury duty was. So I'm like, oh, fuck. Okay, let's go to jury duty. I got called in. I can't extend it anymore. I literally pushed it, probably wasted a whole year worrying about it, like literally, because I pushed it that far. And um, and and then I went. And when I went, I ran into one of my former teachers and she had all this work that needed to be graded. So she and I sat together for like four days because they didn't call us. We just had to sit there and graded all of her papers and talked and had the nicest stories. And we it was the best four days. I had my T-shirt all to myself. You know how cool that was? I don't right. <laughs> I don't know why I thought that was cool, but that was cool. I needed to talk and she needed to she needed help grading papers and she wanted to know what had happened with me. And I kind of caught her up and, and, but another thing I realized was, you know, laughing and having a, a good sense of humor. They, even though I was telling her all the things that I was going through, I found a way to do it and make it funny. Like not, not funny, but like not be a downer. You know, if we right. can make your life not be a downer, that's pretty freaking good. You're still 
on the right side of things. You know, you, you could explain a story and, and explain how hard it was and not leave a person feeling empty as well. And, uh, that was another thing that I did, but I do that because I, I do have a strong faith, even though I don't really speak religion much with anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't let people know when I pray, like my cousin, I said it to her. I'm like, I, I prayed today. And she goes, I knew it all along. I just never caught you. <laughs> I never, you know, you don't put any of that out there. So right. having faith and believing that things are going to be okay and knowing that somebody's going to have your back, whether you know it or not, is, is just a really strong foundation to have. And I'm grateful that I have that. So that was a, a big one too, is having faith that you didn't have to have all the answers. And by the way, three years later, I don't have any of the answers that I wanted to have or should have had three years ago. So you gotta have patience too. (laughs) Um, yeah, sure. Look, I I think a a lot of what you just said is, is a core belief system for a lot of people. You, You have to have, for one, you have to have faith. If you're religious, you should have faith in God. You should also have faith in yourself, mm-hmm. right? It, even if you aren't religious, if you're if you're doing your daily praying, you should be able to look at yourself and go, <clears throat> uh, "I'm going to be okay." Yeah, right. There's there's always light at the end of the tunnel. Um, I always try to tell people, "You're going to be okay because you have to be." Yeah, you just have to. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I think you're right. You you have to find the people to lean on that are going to be there for you, whether it's literally there for you or a text message away, a phone call away. You have to have people that, that believe in you to make you believe in yourself. And also that Um, it'll check in on you. Cause I really did go ghost when, when all that went down, I didn't, I didn't talk to anybody. I was afraid of a lot of things. Like everything was changing. I was afraid. And, yeah. and so I didn't reach out and I'm so grateful to the friends that still reached out, even though we, at that point, you know, everybody's opinions of everything was so different and, and everybody, I think kind of struggled with their friends. Cause if you didn't talk about a certain president, right. Or you didn't talk about gun control correctly, or if you, you could fight about anything during that time, there was a lot. Oh, yeah. fighting with everybody family quit talking friends oh, quit yeah. talking like you know so i was grateful for the friends that i had and and i truly believe that they all kept me afloat and and that i helped keep them afloat even you like we we hadn't talked in a while and then we're like god we got to get out let's go and look at three years later or two years later we're doing a podcast like yeah you went through it like during such a shitty time it was a like, hard time you know COVID alone was just absolute dog shit. And uh, whether you believe in anything or whatever is up to you. Like, I think shutting this, shutting the country down was the dumbest thing we've ever done. It, yeah. it, it put people in holes that they could still aren't out of. Um, lots of people took their own lives. Yeah. Um, and it separated us as people. Then to go through a divorce on top of that is a whole other issue. Um, I was lucky. And again, I don't think divorce is ever a lucky thing, but I went through it, you know, 10 years before that. But I was lucky because at that time 
I was kind of going through my own roller coaster and, you know, we had a uh, high school reunion. Yeah. And you dragged me out of the house, even though I <laughs> did not want to go. I was like, I was mad at the world as well. You like, were. I was like, you were. Fuck this. Why, why do I want to go anywhere? And, and I'm glad I went because at least it got me out and it showed me that everything was going to be all right. I was just going through a shitty time. Yeah. And, and I think that people need to realize that like there's life's a roller coaster, regardless if you, you know, want to believe that or not. And if you want to believe that, that, you know, things are against you, believe they're going to be second. against you. No, but they are. Look, the, the world is against you, but it's also for you. You just have to understand that some days are shitty and some days are great. Mm -hmm. And you have to get through the shitty ones the best you can. And you have to enjoy the good ones the best you can. Yes. And 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 be OK with that. Uh, look, no, no one's perfect at, in this world. And I think that too many family members and friends hold you to that regard. Like you have to be perfect. Your mom your dad, your, you know, your sister, your brother. It's like, no, I, I'm a person that goes to the same shit you do. Oh, yeah. And, and don't get me wrong. Some people like to be leaned on. They just do. And they're there for a lot of different people all the time. But it doesn't mean that you don't go through shitty days too. So, I mean, I have friends who, that are moms that, Look, they're mom and that's mm -hmm. great. And, and, and your kids should depend on you. And I have no problem with that, regardless of age, they, they should depend on you, but look, you're allowed to have a bad day and you're allowed to not do things right. Oh God. Yes. When you're and a parent, you that doesn't just say, okay, you're going to be perfect now. <laughs> exactly. When you're, when you become a parent, this is the reality you get. You are really fucked up and now you're responsible for a child. That's the reality <laughs> yeah. of what it is. And yeah. all of what you're fucked up with is going to be front and center. Mm -hmm. So Good luck with that, you know? <laughs> yeah, but there's nothing to be ashamed of. Like, look, I was a single dad and, and I knew that I had to take care of my kid, but I realized that I also have to have a life. Yeah. So I tried my best to have my own life during that. And I don't think I suffered that bad. And now he's older. Like my kid will be 21 this month. And, but I still think like, okay, I'm, he lives in the house with me. I'm still responsible for the you know certain things in mm -hmm. life with him mm -hmm. but i'm also responsible for my own mm -hmm. and i have to be able to enjoy what's left of mine and make sure that my son doesn't you know put a fork in a light socket <laughs> well you that would I mean? be best <laughs> yeah but do you know what i mean like i still i still look at him that way and i go hey you know don't do that dumb shit but I also am very hands off of him. He's a, a, a grown man. Yeah. Like when he leaves the house, I ask him, hey, dude, where are you going? And he'll tell me, I go, okay, go have a good time. Be safe. I don't, you know, and if I go out somewhere, I tell him, hey, I'm going to go down the street and hang out with a friend just so he knows. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it, it's my responsibility to find my own happiness. And I think oh, yeah. that we all need to do that. And, and, you know, you look at your cousin and go, look, I, I'm not okay all the time. And I'm not to this day. I'm not. Um, 
but I do my best every day to go, okay, how am I going to have a decent day today? That's it. Because if yeah. we all have a decent day, we're doing all right. Yeah, exactly. You know, you know nothing's going to be perfect. Nothing is perfect. It's mm. it's your perception of what perfect is that mm. that is what's going to make it or break it totally. with things. And and my, you know, <clears throat> I also and I don't talk about this much. I smoked a lot of marijuana. I did. There was nothing to do. And all my friends were drinkers and they were all drinking. And I was sitting by myself and I smoked weed. And that was very, very helpful in changing my reality as far as like how bad it was. Because when you smoke marijuana and you get a little high, you feel good. So it can't be that bad if you feel good. Like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, it's a good point. (laughs) So that's true. So I found a way to to feel better because it, you know, I lived with my ex for um, I want to say almost six months until I was ready to move into my dad's place. Mm. And man, talk. Okay. So I was lonely in the marriage, which was a big problem. And then we get divorced and I have to live with them. That's freaking lonely. Oh yeah. (laughs) That was, that was great. Would you like something to eat for breakfast? No, I'm fine. That was what I got or no, thank you. Or (laughs) Yeah, I, so, I did that for 30 days and it was rough. It's miserable, isn't it? Like, yeah, it was it's hard. It's miserable, yeah. So I just tried to stay out of the way, make sure there was food, did everything I, I did as a wife already because I didn't have anything better to do. <laughs> like, right. I had nothing to do and and just kind of made made the most of that too. Like, what can I try making today or or, you know, what? I don't know. Is there something I could do that's going to make this a little bit easier since I got nothing but time? Right. Try to fix it. Like work on it. Smoke some more. <laughs> right. It's it, Well, it's, you know, you're living in some kind of turmoil yeah. and you're trying to do your best to get through it. And again, regardless of what that is, I'm trying to put this out in the scheme of things. You're you're pushing to get through a day and try not to be miserable. You know, yeah. when you're going through a breakup. And the person that's in the house can't leave yet for whatever reason. And like in my case, I I only had to do it for 30 days. I slept in the same bed as my ex-wife. Yeah, I did too. I I refused to. I was like, I don't care. Me too. (laughs) I know people. Well, just because like I wasn't going to. And I know this sounds a little selfish, like mess up my sleep pattern. Because I saw to go to work every day. Like I was going through a divorce and going to work every day. and then having to deal with the mental strain of trying to save a relationship that could not have been saved in, in hindsight. You know, I know people who have separated to different rooms, right? I I had a friend in Vegas who she was going through a divorce and, and I mean months he slept down the hall. Yeah. Months. And I was sleeping in my bed regardless. (laughs) Well, I mean, their their relationship was, I mean, kaput. It was just a matter of him finding a place to live and, you know, putting pieces in place. Like there was no fixing their relationship. It was done, done. And to, you know, to have someone in the house where it's it's miserable to be around each other. They're quirping at each other for 
dumb shit, you know, and then having kids. Oh. I, I think that the oldest one was like a way older, like 19 or 20. And then the youngest one was, I think, 17 or 18. So, you know, they're chiming in and he's saying, oh, this about the kids. And then she's trying to do this. And, you know, they're throwing things at each other instead of parenting. Yeah. Like, like our relationships in the shitter, but we still have to make sure that our kids are okay. And then, you know, heaven forbid you're in a relationship where it's just you two in the house. And now one is in a separate room and you're living as nothing but roommates that then you start treating each other like your roommates. And that also turns into an issue because now you're both throwing hand grenades at each other when you should not be in the same household. Mm -hmm. Then how, what do you do? You, you have to leave for work in the morning and now your work is a place of solitude. I don't have to be at fucking home. I don't have to deal with this, you know, crazy woman down the hall or this fucking asshole in the other bedroom. And you're just hoping. Then you go home and, and what do you, first thing you do is lock yourself in your own room. Yeah. See, I didn't even, we couldn't even do that. We, we, um, <clears throat> we, we weren't big on fighting. We were when we were first together and we had the kid, but after that, like it, it, I just looked like an asshole when I would fight with him. Cause he was so nice that, I, I just quit doing it. We, we quit fighting. We had to learn to talk to each other and communicate, but we didn't even do that. Like we did sleep in the same beds, never even came close to touching somebody. It was almost like there was a, a brick wall barrier in between us. Mm-hmm. And neither of us even tried to push the wall, <laughs> like not right. even tap on it. <laughs> you know, we wanted no, anything because, to do. It was over. It's already over. It was over. And yeah. then, uh, <clears throat> and then, being with somebody that you just want to tell them is a fucking asshole and you got to be nice. Would you like breakfast this morning? Like, Oh my God, was that hard for me? And I felt almost like I was living a a different person's life than my own because outwardly I had to make everything look perfect and just be okay. And as inside, I'm like, why, why won't you fight with me? Why don't you want to fight with me? Why, you know, like, wow. nothing, nothing. We're not. Okay. Okay. So I shut it down. I still never really dealt with the fact that I went through that, like in, in like, uh, a resolving anything matter. It just, it didn't happen. We couldn't make it work and be done with it. And I am, but there was no, like, no emotion. I, I wonder, like, were we ever supposed to be together if there's no emotion? I'm sure he had it. Uh, I'm sure I had it, just not around each other. We didn't. So that six months was really freaking hard. Yeah. Well, and then you start questioning a lot of other things. Oh, yeah, for then sure. You start questioning, like, again, like, why were we together? Yes. Did, you know, what was this from the very beginning? You know, did I ever love you? There's so many questions that go through you that you're then again, you're trying to piece yourself together to be okay in front of friends and family or whatever. Um, Look, I also believe that like breaking down is a good thing. Yeah, you you have to. I'm not good at that, but I'm sure it's a good thing. Maybe not in front of people, maybe by yourself. Like I, I didn't 
do it in front of a lot of people when I was going through that, but I did alone just because I was like, I had a lot of time together because or uh, alone because my kid was only like six or seven. So he went to bed early. Yeah. So I had hours after he went to bed to just sit by myself and, you know, uh, an idle mind is the devil's playground. Right. So I found myself, you know, think overthinking everything. Again, hindsight is 2020 with this because I know way more, you know, years later. Mm-hmm. So uh, I wish I would, I wish I would have known earlier that I was fighting for nothing. Yeah. It, it would have made that. things it would have hurt harder, but made things easier. And I think that the more I think people need to realize that in life. Right. It once you know, it's better to know that you're that you don't need to fight. So you can move forward. Yeah. And, and that's with everything. If you're in a shitty job, don't fight for a shitty job. Move forward. Uh, relationships are, are, I think, the biggest thing. If you know it's done, get out. It's okay. Like nothing's, I don't look at relationships as a failure though. And maybe that's just me. It's like, yeah, if, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. And that's just life. And, and you move forward. I don't. Everything can't be a win. And if you look at your life, we've been with a bunch of people, right? No. No. <laughs> I mean, Not and me. I mean, like dating, like even if you've dated a lot of people, like everything's not, isn't going to be perfect. Of course. It's and, not and with anybody. You, and if you find that awesome, put a rope around it. Put fucking chains, put a lock on it, <laughs> lock that and lock down. it in, and, and good for you. And I and I think that there's something to that. Look, you have to find a way to be happy. We all do, whatever that happiness is. If like we've talked about it before, um, nothing's going to be spot on. Uh, if I can find ninety percent of what I'm looking for, I feel pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. And if I can feel good. of the time I'm doing good. There's going to be 10% shit and that's just life. And you have to step back from that, I think, and go, okay, life isn't good right now. It's going to get better. And I'm going to project the best I can to get through it. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what you're trying to say to your cousin. Like I was going through shit. Like it wasn't good. But I did my best to get through the day every day. And I think I did more than to. that. I, I mm-hmm. wanted, I realized because my mom died at 59. And so my, my thing in my head is like, fuck, I could be dead in like seven years. You know, I could go down the same path that my sure. uncles and my mom did at the same age. And so that's that when my mom died was really stuck in my head. Like, okay, you only got 19 years. <laughs> and then you're where your mom was when she died. And we're coming up on, you know, there's what, seven years now left. And, and I really did take that to heart and say, I am going to make every day better than, than I would if I didn't give it a try. So every day I'm going to do whatever I can to laugh more, to, to, uh, to bridge gaps, you know, fix things with people that, that I want to be close to, to keep things good with people I want to be close to, to, to be the best person I could be, whatever that is. I mean, cause 
you know, you gotta, you gotta live with yourself and you gotta figure out what is best for you. And, mm -hmm. and one of the things I had to figure out was that what was best for me is not best for most people. They wanted me to be something that I wasn't going to be. And I had to just say, no, thanks. Like I can't, mm -hmm. I don't want to, I'm, I'm not. Yeah. And so you gotta like put the expectations on you where you want them, not where somebody else wants them. Yeah. Look, you, you can, you can't always wear the cape and be the hero. Like you can't. And, and you're right. Expectations to everybody. It, yeah. It's okay. It's okay to set some ground rules and to say, look, I, I want to be in your life, but, or I'm going to help you, but, or, you know, I need to have my own life and, you know, I want you in it. Yeah. There's, it's okay to be like that. But the mm -hmm. expectation to be happy is yours and you should be. Yeah. You have a very small time on this planet <laughs> and we all should try to enjoy it the best we can. Absolutely. With, with the people that make us happy. Mm -hmm. And you shouldn't be afraid to project that either. That it's not other people's jobs um to understand who you are they need to go okay that's who they are and i love them the way they are right right that's it with my friends i always say i don't need you to be perfect but just be consistent <laughs> like whatever whatever you're doing whoever you are just be consistent with me you know i i could handle you know if we only talk once a month uh, i won't be worrying about hearing from you until the month is up or right. you know if you if you need to call in the middle of the night, I'm going to know that you're going to be calling in the middle of the night. So make sure I'm, you know, available to that um, mm -hmm. or not, depending on <laughs> right. what, what the thing is. But with with me and my friends, I always say I'm going to be honest and yes. honest is not going to be the most popular thing you're going to ever hear. Honest is going to be that thing that you're like, fucking Tina, why did she have to say that? And, and true to form, you know, I, I'm not trying to hurt anybody, but I will be honest. I will keep it as honest with a person as I can. And my friends have told me, I don't like that. Like, can you just not say something? I'm like, do me a favor. Don't ask the question. If you mm -hmm. don't ask the question, I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> but if yeah. you want to know the truth, I got you. Yep. And my friends know there are days I get, I had a friend say to me, I, I wanted to call and tell you what was going on, but I was trying to figure out how could I call you and say, I don't want to hear the truth today. I want you to just take my side. And I said, why didn't you just say that? She goes, it took me a week to figure it out. And then I didn't need you. So <laughs> there you go. So I was like, I can't, if you don't want me to be honest with you, just say, I don't want to, I don't want to know what the truth is. I just want you to commiserate with me. I'm good at right. commiserating. You want to be <laughs> miserable. Like, let's do that, you know? Yeah. Um, but don't ask me to tell you or don't ask my opinion and then expect to hear bullshit. It's not going to happen. Right. Well, and I think that's the whole thing too, is like we all need to be ourselves. Yeah. And I think that's the best way to get through things. Mm -hmm. Just be you. So, look, like you were saying, some people just are not going to be able to handle 
who you are. Oh, yeah. And that's okay. There's a lot of people. And, but that's okay to me. It's like I'm most of the time people either really like me or really don't like me. <laughs> and, and I'm okay with that. There's <laughs> because the people who do like you are the people that you need to be around. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Like I, I say the F word a lot. Yeah. And I tell people like, I'm pretty brash. And if you don't like that, don't, I'm probably not the person to be around. <laughs> and, and I, and I also am very witty. So people will throw something at me and I throw it back harder generally. And they don't like that either. Mm. Like you can't, you can't live in a glass house around me because I will throw rocks, but I live <laughs> in one. So throw away. Like I'm, I like that kind of thing. I was I heard something from somebody um, who said um, something in front of the person they were dating and he didn't like it. He was like, I can't believe you said that. And and she told me what she said. And I thought it was really funny. Like, I just found it funny. And uh, she was like, yeah, I, I don't know. And I was like, look. That's just who you are. And if people can't handle that shit, then that's on them. Yeah. Like they, they know it. If you, if you're going to go around dropping the word pussy all the time or, (laughs) or, you know, whatever it is, the word that's going to happen. People are going to get, they're going to have an opinion. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And, and, and I get it. Like, but it, then don't be with that person Mm because you're just going to wreck yourself. And that person is who they are. And, and that's kind of how I start looking at life now. Like I am who I am and I'm going to ruffle feathers and be, you know, I also know where not to say that kind of thing. Yeah. And that was kind of, this was, she said it at home in a humorous kind of way. This wasn't like at a dinner party. She didn't right. go dropping, you know, the word pussy in front of everybody. She just said it in front of family and he didn't think it was funny. So nah. look, the the way to find your way through happy through bad times is to find the happiness. Oh, I got a good story. I think I, I've told you before. My mom died. My brother and I are walking up to the casket and we're looking at her. And uh, she she was uh, a really she had a really bad problem with opioids at the end of her life. Mm-hmm. And she was bending over to light her cigarettes on the stove with her with her hairspray that normally would catch on fire, singe, whatever, if she got close enough. And there were times where she really burnt the shit out of her hair. And um, she passed away, and my brother and I are looking at her over her casket, and I said, ooh, mom would be pissed right now. Look at this. If if uh, if she saw <laughs> that her ba- how they did her bang, she would kill us. And my brother and I started laughing hysterically, but we had to keep it in because we were at the funeral and we were over mom's body and the whole place thought we were crying. And here we are laughing at her <laughs> because of the way <laughs> <laughs> they did her bangs. They were atrocious. I'm not even going to lie. I'm like, you should have let me did that her hair and makeup because this is wrong. She's going to be pissed at this. But all we could do is laugh at it. There was nothing we could do but laugh at it. Yeah, and, and you have to. And we did. I, my brother and I got this sick sense of humor from that woman that was laying in that casket. You know what exactly. I mean? She taught us how to have 
a sense of humor in the darkest of times. And those are kind of the funnest times to have a sense of humor too, because they are so dark and you, you do kind of wonder about yourself. I'm like, am I okay if I'm laughing at this? But <laughs> in reality, you are, if you could find humor in things, you, you are okay. And that, that left me to the final thing. Cause we're getting close to the end, mm-hmm. um, of things that helped me to, to not, um, go crazy and to, it, it really has helped my, my life because my life is going okay. Despite the fact that it's not going okay, I'm doing all right. Like mentally, emotionally, I'm doing okay. And that is being grateful, like being in gratitude. I heard on, I don't know, social media somewhere that you can't be, you can't be sad while you're being grateful for things that you have or something that happened to you or whatever it is. So when my friends and I are, are talking and they're really down. I will quickly say, give me three things you're grateful for. And, and they have to answer. Cause I've, I've, they do that to me now because there's been days I've needed them to kick me in the ass right. and, and just being grateful for the things that were good. It, it does help change the perspective of your day. You know, you could choose to wake up and be pissed off and unhappy every day, or you could choose to be like, Hey, there's light outside. You know, what are we going to do with it? There's a lot of possibilities here. Let's try to find something that, that wows us. And, and when you have, when you're grateful and you wake up grateful and you wake up happy and you're looking for the next adventure, you tend to find that over the misery of sitting in and suffering. Yeah, that's a great way of putting it. I mean, look, look at, there's a lot to be grateful for. I think there a lot is. of people miss out on that as well. Yeah. You know, you, it, it's easy to get down. Oh yeah. It really is. It's, it's harder to pull yourself out of a hole, but I guess if you start looking for the things that you're grateful for, you're already out of it. Yeah. It's a good start for sure. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think there's a lot to be said and that you, you can find a way to be happy. Um, I, th- I think baby steps. And I know that that's a absolutely a, a horrible way of trying to put it. And a lot of people say it, but it's very much the truth. Like you have to, you, you don't always have to jump in feet first. Some of us do. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to do my best now to not do that and take a little step here and take a little step there. And, I think you'll find the things at the end of that road to be the ones that you were supposed to be at. So you condition yourself, whether you like it or not, you could condition yourself to be pissed off and miserable and fighting on the freeway every day, or you could throw on some music, call a friend that's an idiot and sit and laugh with them (laughs) or, you know, do, do whatever it is that you need to do to just be okay. And, and there's nothing wrong with just being okay. There's nothing wrong with, with fighting your way through life to just be happy. I don't wake up anymore. Like I used to being pissed off or like, fuck, I got to do this or I got to do that. Now it's like, I wake up and go, okay, I don't want to go and do this, but if I get this done real quick, then I could go and do something else. And and I noticed that my perspective has changed. And so my reality has changed and, and life really isn't that bad. Yeah, I agree. I I think that you, you have to find the bright things in life and make them bigger 
And then you need to find the shitty things in life and get through them as fast as you can. And if they're really, truly that shitty, work on getting them out of your life, whether it be a freaking relationship, you're you're not happy and and you're not your needs aren't being met and you're not you're not feeling like you could be your true self. That's not a relationship you should be in. It's better to not be in a relationship than to be in situations like that. Or if you don't like your job, there are so many jobs. Everybody goes, nobody's hiring, nobody's hiring, but they are. If if you're meant for a job, that job will, you'll find it. You'll get it. You'll be there because you're meant to be in that situation. Mm -hmm. So no excuses, like try to find a way to, to not be so damn miserable. Yep. Smile at the sun. I've, I've been doing that. As much as I can. When I see the sunrise in the morning, that's I just go, all right, it's time for the next, you know, it's time for a new day. And and you have to find the positives. And that's what I'm trying to do these days. I'm trying trying to find as many positives as I can and and project those onto other people. Yeah. And the people and I know that are not good. You could find the positives, but you could also project the positive. Mm-hmm. You could also find possibilities. Correct. And oh. that's what I, that's what I started doing. I don't know who told me that. I don't know that anybody really did, but I just knew that like every day there was a possibility for something that I didn't even see coming to happen. So uh, let's see where it goes. That's the perfect way to end this. Possibilities. Possibilities. That's, that's a, a good one. And uh, so <laughs> this is an opinion show. So don't get it twisted. Keep coming back every Wednesday. And you can find us on all these social medias now, YouTube, YouTube Music, uh, Instagram, Facebook. And then you can check us out on Apple, uh, Spotify, YouTube Music, Google for right now and pretty much anywhere you can hear podcasts. Make sure you share this with a friend and uh, share it and go on there and leave a review because that helps us as well. Anything else for this week, Miss Tina? Work on having a good week. All right. Me Got too. Um, enjoy the rest of your day. And uh, yeah, thanks. We'll see you later on. Bye, teenagers. See ya.